Hey there, and welcome back to the Virtual Cafe for another coffee convo about business finances. I'm your host, Kerry Zab, and I am joined by Kim White. We invite you to join us at our table with your favourite brew. Let's pull up our chairs and get into today's episode. Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kerry. What are we going to talk about today, Kim? Harry, I've been thinking all week about where you left the conversation last week. Where was that, Kim? Well, you were getting spicy again, and we ran out of time. But you were talking about tit for tat. That was your exact words. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. So, Kim, I think we should just go there. Based on what we touched on at the end of the last episode, why not? Harry, I'm going to just sit back with my coffee and let you tell me the story because I'm thinking you've got this going on. I need to know this. Well, Kim, buckle up. Maybe sit back. We should order some popcorn to go with our coffee, maybe. Because it was a, it was such an interesting time. It was an absolute train wreck of a business. The weirdest thing to witness. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. Harry, let me interrupt you for just a second. I just want to make sure you're telling me a story that you lived through. Is that what you're telling me? Okay, I wasn't sure. I just, I didn't know if you were telling me a story that you had heard or if it was something you had gone through with someone. I was witness. I was there. I'm pretty sure I was employed as the office manager. That was the official title. However, it involved a lot of the finances. So keeping the books, operating all the things. There was answering the phones because it was only a very small family business. So there wasn't like a full-on reception desk. Everybody pitched in. Everybody, Everybody helped each other. But what I witnessed that really blew me away a little bit was that the husband and wife that were operating the business were a little bit unique. I'll say. They were lovely people. They were so nice. They had really big hearts. They cared about their team. They loved their business. They were fully invested in the business. But there was this weird dynamic that would happen because he would get left field ideas and she would get left field ideas. And at these random times, you'd go from this space of everything's normal everything's just rolling along the next minute like i don't know did mercury retrograde come into it or something i have no idea but next thing he'd be going out and buying something equipment wise for the business and then almost in like retaliation of that decision she was going out and buying something equipment wise for the business and one would follow the other and not necessarily in any particular order it could be her first and then he would do it or he would do it then she would do it and sometimes it'd even go one two three four it was almost like watching tennis you know with the ball going over the net I don't know if it was emotional at the time like I'm thinking back now Kim you know I've done a a few more things since those days but I'm still trying to work it out I'm still trying to put sense to this I won't call it madness but it was a little bit interesting at the time to witness and I still don't think I've quite made it Kim I don't think I've come to a conclusion of what that was that was going on other than one needed to spend and then the other decided to spend and then this one would do it, so that one would do it. I'm a bit mystified. Well, last week, Carrie, we were talking about 
being a tightwad or you call it you call it something else <laughs> or like setting ourselves up to overdo because we did that uh-huh. were they doing that carrie were they just being so strict that they suddenly would go out and spend extra money or was this a pattern of something going on between them and that's a that's a really good question kim because i will say the cash flow of that business was not consistent. So there would be peaks and troughs in their cash flow where suddenly there'd be a lot and then next minute there'd be none. So there wasn't an even playing field on the cash side of the business. So I'm pretty confident to say that the trigger point was when there was a surplus of cash rather than forecasting ahead as to what we need to cover because we're going into a trough. When the surplus came in, that triggered the needs, the wants, all the things in the business to go and buy the toys from either side at either time. And almost I feel like sometimes it was depending on who had the check in their hand because sometimes we're going back quite a few years here where money just didn't arrive in your bank account, you'd get a a check in the mail that then had to go to the bank to be deposited. So I would see, you know, someone walk in with an envelope going, yes, like this, all excited. And then they'd be the first one in the car, out the door, down the the street as fast as they could. And then the other one would come in and go, oh, where's so-and-so? And And I'd be like, oh, they got the check. And and then they'd be on the phone going, oh, where are you? Oh, I'm just banking the check. Quite bizarre. So Kerry, can you tell me about that situation using that as an example? Can you tell me how to prevent when you have up and down cash flow? How do you prevent that kind of stuff between, I guess, the husband and wife was that case or with partners or like, how do you prevent that? Well, Kim, that's a really good question because I remember the other side of those episodes. And in two weeks time, when there's a bit of a struggle to get the money together to pay the wages, because it was a very labour-intensive business. It was relying on the team doing the work. And I would see the other side. And myself, I'd be sitting there going, so two weeks ago we went and did this, and now we're struggling for that. And I'd kind of have a scratch-your-head moment going, and, and I'd watch it go. It was like a tumbleweed effect because it would happen, and then we'd feel the pain, and then we just make it through and I say we because I always when I'm in someone else's business I treat it as if it's my own and we'd feel the pain and then we'd have the influx again and then we'd go and do the things again and then we'd feel the pain again so it was a roller coaster it was definitely ups and downs on almost like a fortnightly basis and the piece to me that was missing was even even a month's forecast even just a little forecast of okay so to get that consistency and to hit that happy space of okay well we don't have to go through this week on week month on month because we're looking at what's coming down the line it just didn't have that it was missing that that tiny forecast and i'm not talking about packing out 12 months here people i'm just talking about let's just look at a month or two just have a little bit of an idea of what's going to happen don't have to over analyze it that just wasn't present kim but Carrie, they didn't know what they had with you being there. You could have helped. We may not have external help. 
we may not have someone in our office that is operating our systems and watching our numbers. So then the responsibility falls on us. We need to sit there and, and take a moment, have a cup of coffee and sit down and think before we act and just have a, a little bit, you may, again, you may not have a, a proper forecast of the next month or two ahead of you. And maybe you don't know how to do that. However, we've all got the ability to make wise decisions. Sometimes we're in a position where we've got to play a little bit of catch up. If we don't have that solid cash flow, maybe we've got a little bit of catch up to do from a quiet period we've just come out of. So that's a reality as well. So it's not always just looking ahead. Sometimes we've got to look behind and, and grab that little catch up space, get us back to the even playing field, and then look at what we've got left to be able to go, okay, what's coming down the line? Expenses wise, revenue wise, and what can I do about it? What decisions do I have to make right now when I've got this influx of cash to go, hmm, okay, if I take door A, if I take door B, if I take door C, and it's up to us. We're the only ones that can control that. You know, Kay, you keep bringing us back to the control we do have. Mm -hmm. We want to control the things we can't, but we're not dealing with the things we can control, and that is us. Mm -hmm. Sad but true, Kim. And I think the biggest problem we all have in business is ourselves. We are probably constantly almost at, I won't say at war, but sometimes there's a little tug of war with ourselves of the things that we want to do versus things we have to do. Sometimes there's a tug of war over, well, I could work extra hours and make more money, but I need to rest. So therefore, is it worth the extra hours for the extra money when you don't get any rest and you're starting to burn yourself out. There's all the contributing factors, but the biggest piece that I see is the human that's sitting there in the middle trying to figure it all out. So Carrie, I'm gonna make a suggestion to everyone listening. If you are struggling in any way, you're trying to figure things out, my suggestion is you connect with Carrie because the Virtual Cafe is not only an amazing space for learning things, but the Virtual Cafe is also this place of finally somebody gets what I'm going through and can help me through this. So I'm going to put that out there, Carrie. And that wraps up our commercial for today. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> now, Kim, I, I really appreciate you saying that because I have been there. And I know that if I'm not careful now, I can be back there in a heartbeat again. And that's the reality of everything. We could be the smartest person in our industry and we could be super qualified and have loads of experience. It doesn't mean we can't make a mistake. And I'm as susceptible to making mistakes with my finances. I have to watch myself. My little radars are up and the little little beep, 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 beep is going off all the time to make sure that I don't do a silly thing. And if I do make a mistake, because I still do, and I always will, then it's just a small one that I can recover from. So it's, it's that hyper-awareness that we can have of ourselves, how we treat our money, what we do with it when we've got it, what we do with it when we don't got it, because that's real as well, and just 
again, just all the awareness we can possibly get in this space. Because we've got a lot going on, Kim. We're busy people. We do have a lot going on, Carrie. And I have to tell you, I thank you for this time to like hear this story and remind me to like pay attention, to pay attention. And I love that you brought up that we're always going to make mistakes if we're not paying attention. Yeah. So thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Kim. And thank you for hanging out with me in the virtual cafe. Thank you as always. Well, Kim, I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us in the virtual cafe. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you. No beans were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.